This is episode number eight of the High Impact Leaders Daily Leadership Challenge. Hey, this is week number two in our 28-day or four-week leadership challenge series. Uh, Just like with the principles from last week, your goal is to just apply a single leadership principle every single day so that you begin to develop new leadership habits. And the focus of the seven leadership principles that we're going to cover this week are conflict avoidance or ethical conflict resolution. The first few principles that we're going to cover early this week, the ones today and the next couple of days, are really geared toward not getting into a conflict in the first place. And then the ones later in the week are the ones that will help you develop ways to resolve conflicts more effectively. Many of this week's principles will help you create a more positive outcome from negative situations. And the principles are excellent when used to calm an angry person or persuade people to see a different point of view. Um, you may not convince every person every single time, but you should see more positive resolutions by using these principles. So keep in mind that if you have not established that solid trust before using the, basically by using the principles that we covered last week, then resolving conflicts are going to be much more difficult. So these principles are kind of progressive, meaning that the better you focus or the more you focus on the principles from last week, the easier these become. So the first principle in the conflict resolution series is be proactive instead of reactive. Good plans shape good decisions. That's why good planning helps to make elusive dreams come true. Lester Arbital. George Bernard Shaw said that people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances that they want. And if they can't find them, they make them. Uh, That is great advice for any leader, by the way. And people who wait for things to happen are always at least one step behind the people who are actually making things happen. So I spent my first year as a manager constantly moving from one fire to the next. And, And once the stress became so unbearable, I did something that was entirely out of my comfort zone, entirely out of entirely out of character for me at the time as well. I asked for help from my mentor and I explained to him what an average day was for me. And then after he stopped laughing, he laughed a lot, by the way, he asked me a few questions that really just kind of floored me. First, he asked, how much of your time do you spend planning? And I tried to explain to him that I had a daily calendar and, and but he, he told me that was a schedule, <laughs> you know, that. It's a good start, but that wasn't enough. Scheduling is different from planning. So then he asked me one more question. He said, before you make a decision, do you first look for possible obstacles that could slow down the implementation of that decision? And my delayed answer kind of told him all that he needed to know because I wasn't doing that at all. And his final question was, how much of your budget do you set aside for training your people? And he could tell by the blank stare on my face that I never even thought about any of those things. And then he gave me a piece of advice that I have found to be invaluable in leadership and management. He said that if I spent more time preparing and planning, then I could better control the outcome. And he was right. (laughs) Basically, if you're constantly putting out fires, you're going to be behind the eight ball. So instead, what you want to do is try to be more proactive 
So most managers and supervisors really think that their job is to just look for problems and then come in on their white horse and go out and fix them. The big challenge with this type of thinking, though, is that once the problem presents itself, you've already lost time and money because the problem has already been created. The manager who helped solve the problem feels good about himself or herself because she had an opportunity to put out the fire and become the hero. But every time this happens, we're teaching the people that work for us and work around us that it's okay to be sloppy. <laughs> I mean, why not? The boss will always come in and save us, right? So in order to help your people grow and reduce conflicts, let's be proactive versus reactive. So week two in conflict resolution, the first principle, principle number eight is be proactive versus reactive. <music> <music>